Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, come and join us on the Temperate Bedshed text line. That number again, if you'd like to join us, uh, 0487 736 736 or the Scarborough Toyota open line 131255. We have brought the uh, normal Thursday get-together with uh, Kim Hagdorn forward to Wednesday. We'll be broadcasting the uh, first of the four finals tomorrow night, the elimination final between Brisbane and also Richmond on whatever radio station or network you are currently listening to the drive program. The drive program tomorrow will be early at 2 o'clock in the afternoon leading in to the run home with Hayes and Mardo. Let's go to Lisa who's joined us. Uh, we've got some news that we're about to touch on and I believe Lisa's going to touch on it as well. Hello, Lisa. How are you? Hi, Pete. Hi, Kim. Yeah, Hi, not too bad. Um, I've hit a bit of a brick wall today, Pete. Why? Hoping I haven't got, hoping I haven't got COVID. But anyway, all good. Well, you only have to stay inside for five days now. <laughs> and and, yeah, and there's and there's Albert. four big games of AFL footy for you to watch if you're stuck inside. Yeah, I know, and and all, all the AFL um, W two. Yeah. Um. Firstly, firstly, just on five. Um. I think the Frio need to move on and forget about five five for this year. He's only played the six games, and and it, and it's not him that's got the that, you know it's got the team into the finals. It's the hard work of all the other guys, and um, so I think he should just um, yeah forget about playing and and try and get back to being healthy um, next year. But also too, I think with five, I think he tries to transform his body too many times. You know, he's doing this, he's doing that, and he's bulking up and, and he's unbulking, and and that could do a lot of damage to to tissue and that too. I think. Oh, um, oh, not oh. not that I've. No, I, I, no, I think you're onto something because he's, he certainly is massive above his waist, isn't he, now? And that's going to put a lot of strain, I guess. He would be doing the work also, you know, to strengthen the the lower the thighs, the hamstrings, mm. the car. He'd be doing all of that. He's a, he's a big man. He's so disciplined. He, he's one of these sorts of people that seems to crave exercise. He just loves it. And he, because he's such an elite athlete, but he's he's so self-driven, He's more likely to be he, – he could be a brilliant individual sports person, you know, the, anything that's got uh, the elite level of challenge, but he has to apply that to a team game. Where I reckon he has been injury and suspect below the waist, particularly in the hamstrings, as this persistence with him as a forward, it's very different. And we've discussed it before, Peter, to be on a lead – double back, go again on another lead, to hold the lead at full pace, full tilt, reach out, grab, take a possession, take a mark or grab on the lead, pull up, turn around, gather your breath, have a shot for goal. That in itself has been a bit of an injury risk for mine as well. And he did a lot of that last Saturday morning in their match simulation. They didn't look for him. They were going to lob all the time. They were going, they were going to any, any other option. Fife's amount of leading last Saturday morning was over and over and over again to be ignored. So it's not surprising he's pulled up a bit sore perhaps sure. in the hammies as it is anyway. That's a management thing that they'll have to look to. But So I'm with you, Lisa. I, I think he's changed his body a bit too much, but I think it was a case of need to because he was concerned, so concerned about the shoulder. I've got to have it stronger to cop the buffeting as a midfielder. And that uh, now his body's a bit, you know, it, it's a bit out of shape for an explosive sort of forward and that's about the only place he can play. I don't mm. think he's real value to them around the midfield anymore. And uh, something else, Lise? I was just going to say, it's better, it was, well, it's not better for him or for the team, but for that to happen in training and, and not on the actual day, or, you know, on, on Saturday night. Yeah. So I think there's, they've sort of dodged a bullet there. 
Um, yeah, I heard this early this morning that a Brownlow medalist is um, supposedly wanting out of um, the team or the club and moving to another club, which is St Kilda. Yeah, well, and uh, the, the only one that I... Tom Mitchell, yeah, yeah, Tom Mitchell you're probably yeah. referring to because it's yeah. actually come out in the media in Melbourne uh, on a uh, television news service reporting allegedly that Tom Mitchell is seeking a trade out of Hawthorne. Hags, you, you've got a bit on that? Ah. Oh. Alistair Clarkson, the three-time, four-time Hawthorne Premiership coach, three times in this last decade, yeah. uh, he's hot on to trying to fill up his stocks at North Melbourne. So if Tom Mitchell's on the move, uh, you would you would have to assume, and I'm prepared to guarantee that Alistair Clarkson is behind it. Alistair Clarkson is speaking to Brad Hill to get him out of St Kilda, to take him to North Melbourne. He's speaking to Brodie Grundy now. He's joined the race for Brodie Grundy, who's going to be leaving Collingwood. And I, the best I've been able to ascertain is that he will be leaving Collingwood. Melbourne mm. have been into it. Melbourne have been very public in saying they look at backup because they looked at Brodie Grundy because they assumed they were losing Luke Jackson. We have a new stand on that. Luke Jackson is now considering a two-year contract to stay at Melbourne. And there's you look at the sums there, bigger money for two years to stay at Melbourne, the best Melbourne can offer him. Sean Darcy's out of contract in two years' time and becomes a, a restricted free agent. So it would tie in there. There's a bit of a cover for Fremantle. And Luke Jackson, if he's clever and his management is clever, so well, stay at Melbourne who looked after you for two more years. They'll give you some guarantee of letting you go. Let's wait and see also West, where West Coast is in two years' time. Have they risen? Is their offer still appealing and attractive to us, to you in two years' time? But So... North Melbourne with Alistair Clarkson. I reckon Alistair Clarkson is trying to get a player or two or three or four from three or four different clubs. Mitchell, Hill, Grundy, Griffin Logue from Fremantle. And getting those four, three or four or five players as he tops up, putting them in with his kids, North Melbourne can bounce back pretty quickly because they'll have a good draw. The AFL will look after them. And I reckon Alistair Clarkson is looking at a repeat of history from the blueprint that Ron Barassi put together at North Melbourne. Right in the in 90s. 1970s. Oh, 1970s. In 1972. When they came and won the premiership. In 1972, Peter, North Melbourne finished last with one win for the season, one and 21 on the season. From 1973 to 74, they went to sixth in 73 under Barassi, second premiership, runners-up, premiership, runners-up, third and fifth, Barassi retired. Barassi went and recruited, to, to start his run, he recruited the likes of Malcolm Blight, Doug Wade out of Geelong, Barry Davies from Essendon yep. as captain, yep. Barry Cable, mm -hmm. Mick Moylan, and Barry Cable maintains that the galloping gasometer, the huge yeah, big man, 130 kilos, the heaviest player to ever play in the AFL, Barry Cable always maintained he was the best palm ruckman he ever played with. And look what Bar I reckon it's a it's a repeat of that endeavour. Fifty years on. Yep, from nineteen seventy three, wow, till nineteen eighty. Clarkson wants to build, and he wants to repeat what Barassi did. Now there's a bit of guesswork in that, but it's just looking very similar. Mm. He's after players, and I keep getting told by people in the industry that are part of you know like the likes of player agents and their management, and they help handle players. Clarkson is he's actually even talking to some of these players firsthand, direct, yeah. not not even going through. He's looking to put them together. I reckon Brad Hill, Tom Mitchell, 
will be players he's chasing, as well as Brody Grundy now. Good on you, Lee. Thanks for your call. There you go. Hagger's giving you the full oil on that. The Luke Jackson thing intrigues mm. me. Mm. He was basically signed, sealed, and almost delivered to Fremantle. And in the last and week... Fremantle thought that too. Yeah, and all of a sudden then West Coast have become a player. And now all of a sudden, Melbourne are back in the mix. So I'm thinking, hang on, and I'm thinking out loud here, Fremantle trying to release money and free money up for Luke Jackson, hence exiting the likes of Logue and Akers and all these other players. And all of a sudden, he may not come. Mm. So Look, what what sort of conundrum are they involved with at the moment? If all of a sudden these players then commit, Luke Jackson doesn't come, and they were out with players that they could have used next year. Yeah. Well, certainly, Lobs, Lobs, been, Lobs are going. He wants to go. Fair he enough. Wants, He's and, gone. And at the end of last season, when he didn't get to GWS, he still had two years to go on his contract. Yeah. Freeman, my understanding is that Peter Bell and Justin Longmuir said, look, you didn't get your deal. Put up and shut up. Have a good year with us in 2022, and we'll help you. Go. We'll let you go at the end of 2022. Mm. He's going to the Bulldogs. We know that. We've been yeah. saying that. Yeah. Four-year deal. Blake Akers is a lock for Carlton. What about Frio come back? Sense that they won't get Jackson and they come back with a better deal. Uh, I'm not sure they can, they can't come back with better deals for Lob and Acres because they're very good deals uh, that their Lob's management gone. have got. Lob's gone. Acres is gone. Acres is going to Carlton. Griffin Logue also on the market for uh, the likes of North Melbourne. Griffin Logue would be the one that they might keep. I don't think he really actually wants to leave Fremantle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a much better deal at say a North Melbourne or Sydney, particularly North Melbourne, North Melbourne's hot on the radar for Griffin Logue. So there's a number of the boys okay. on the move. Uh, Mike from Palmyra says, Hi, Hackers. Based on your news on Jackson, if Frio miss out on him, do they keep Meek, which is an interesting story, you've got a bit of news yeah. on that, and throw yeah. money at someone like Logan McDonald? Oh, I mean, that's down the track. Logan McDonald's uh, he's signed contract. For a of years. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's quite satisfied at. Uh, Where's Lloyd uh, Meek at? Lloyd Meek, my understanding is that he's indicated to Justin Longmuir. He's, he's going to shop at, around. He's looking at his options, okay. yeah. And we know that he's hot on West Coast radar because West Coast want that particular backup ruckman, if not even a lead ruckman, because of the doubts on Nick Nat and Newey. Uh, and certainly he's he's seeking more regular senior outings, is uh, Lloyd Meek. So, and my understanding is he's, he's actually indicated that to Justin Longmuir. But also, as you say, Peter, that's because everybody in the industry – has been pretty hell bent on Luke Jackson's going to Fremantle. Mm, mm. That's that, and Fremantle are balking and worrying that they're not going to get Luke Jackson now because of West Coast deal, West Coast ability to trade more, uh, more compatibly with Melbourne. They've got what Melbourne are going to insist on for uh, Luke Jackson, but uh, the the likes of the Lloyd Meek one. I mean, he he has to look around. He's played what? He's, I think he's played six games this season. Rounds one, two, and three. Round seven, round 12, round 23. He, he can't get yeah, a regular game. So enough. he has to look. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, and Spewey down there in Bustleton uh, says, absolutely, Libba is a bigger out than Fife. Libba has played every game this season. Good on you, Spewey. Must be your nickname down there in Busso. We're going to take a break. Come back with more in a moment. Dusty Martin, of course, will play tomorrow night. He's in for Richmond. We'll look, have a look at the Lions and the Tigers team. Plus, we'll can you talking about the issues here on Drive with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdorn?